the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Welcome to the Free Indeed Podcast, where we believe in freedom, reaching everyone, everywhere. Here's your host, Mike Hansen. Welcome to the Free Indeed Podcast. This is episode 032, episode 32 of the podcast. We are moving right along. We're into the 30s now. We've been having some great conversations over the last few months as we've been just kind of couple of mics hanging out in, in Kirk's living room for the most part is where we've been doing these and then just talking. And usually the format is, uh, you know, the vast majority, except for a handful of them have been, you know, I ask a question and, uh, we kind of go on with it. Kirk is the, the main content provider, but at the same time, I like asking the questions too. So, uh, these are good questions. Main lip flapper, flapping my lips. That's right. Talking. Hey, number 32. Is there, is there Uh, a meeting? 32? kind of a numerologist. It's just like, uh, uh, made up of creativity and joy, like a combination of creativity and joy. So, sure, yeah. Com- comedy? Creativity. Oh, creati- oh we got Creativity comedy. and joy. Creativity and joy. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's really cool about the human language is that it can be infinitely creative, it seems like. Yeah. You know, and depends on what you do with it. Yeah, I know. It's like a whole lot of things, man. It's like money, it's like love, it's like sex, it's like all kinds of stuff, man. It depends on what you do with it. Exactly. It's kind of a... Neutral thing yep. to be used. So how I like to use it a lot of the time is by asking asking questions. So how are things, uh, how are things going for you today, Kirk? He's a fantastic man. Fantastic. Yeah. No, it's all good, man. It's all good. I, I Yeah. It's it's good, man. I mean, nice. I, I mean, good is, you know, I, I don't like using the word good because it's not very descriptive. <clears throat> I mean, I'm definitely, I'm pressed but not crushed. I'm persecuted, not abandoned. I'm struck down, but I'm not destroyed. I'm blessed beyond a curse because his promise will endure. Nice. That his joy is going to be my strength. Is that a song? Though the sorrow may last for a night, that joy comes in the morning. Yeah, I'm trading my sorrows. Whatever I got, I'm trading them in. You can have them. Anybody want them? Anybody want my sorrows? I'm trading them in. How about I just give them to God? I should probably have some background music going. Yeah. Absolutely. That's where I'm at. All right. Nice. I'm doing all right, too. Uh I should have asked you. That's very rude. Of right. me. I should have said, "How you doing, man?" I should start the podcast just by saying, "Huh?" Yeah, but I, I need to be a better co-pilot. Yeah, right. Well, so we're we're both in doing doing this about the same. And though this is a, a week apart, we're only a few minutes apart from the last episode. So if you heard the last episode, you know how things were going. And hey, you know what? A lot of the times it's a mindset, and a lot of times it's uh, approaching things differently. So we're going to continue with our regular format of our podcast here. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, man, people get. You know, we forget that life has ups and downs, man. We forget that it's supposed to be challenging. Not supposed to be in terms of, I'm not one of those, you know, downer kind of people that, you know, Eeyore walking out of the house. But at the same time, we can we can get caught up in, you know, how great heaven is and expect earth to be like that, expect our lives to be like that. You know, we can get so caught up in how good God is that we forget that sometimes life is bad. And sometimes we do get attacked and sometimes we do have bad days that go along with the good days and, and we don't give ourselves credit for that, man. And so, you know, and so sometimes, man, when you, you know, I wonder, I wonder what, what, which one do you hear more of when you go to church, Jesus or good? I mean, because, you know, when, when you ask people, you know, how we're doing at church, I'm good. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's almost like our religion is good. Like our faith is good. Like let's praise good. Right. You or know, I'm but, fine. And I get it. Yeah, God is good. But, you know, I mean, I, I don't know that God is good in terms of 
limiting. I mean, God is good can be like a limiting belief in terms of life is just supposed to be good. A, it could be great. And if it is great for you, that's fantastic. But if it is great, you got to understand that every mountain is surrounded by valley and every valley is surrounded by mountains. So, but I think we got to give ourselves credit sometimes, man, to just have, just have credit and grace to just have down days, man, and just have down periods in life, you know, and just, you know, maybe do the best we can sometimes like, dude, I'm just trying to make it today, man. Like, how you doing? I'm still, I'm fighting. You know, I think sometimes we got to give ourselves credit. I know I went off on a way big tangent on that one, but you know, but especially if we guys, man, sometimes we got to keep it real. Sometimes we can just, you know, we can walk around just bloody and bruised and just bleeding profusely. And it's like, how you doing? I'm good. Really? <laughs> Nothing to see here. Really? What would your wife and kids say if I asked them? I mean, or, you know, what, are you, you good? Really? I mean, you know, what, what, what is that thing you think about when, when you're shaving, looking in the mirror, you know, really you're good. I mean, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean that, that's sometimes, man, we just got to give ourselves credit, man, to just, you know what? I'm not good right now. Or, you know what? I could be better or, you know, I'm in a valley, but I believe there's a mountain real close by. Something like that. Yeah. I think so much of the time we forget that uh, we can, we forget, we don't appreciate the good nearly as much without the bad in our lives. Right. And there's a, it wasn't physical or anything like that. You know, we live in Colorado, you and I, and we're so used to seeing sunshine. Yeah. A couple of years ago, it was May. May is my favorite month. It'll always be my favorite month because when I, the way I articulate it is May around here usually begins as a wrestling match between spring, summer, and winter. That's true. And then by the end of May, though, it almost never fails. It's summer. Mm-hmm. And I love summer. Summer is my... Spring's my favorite season only because it's followed by summer. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, we had this stretch in May around here. I forget the time of the month. It was probably middle of the month where the sun left us for like three days. We had wow. this elongated storm that lasted two, three days. Mm-hmm. And it was in like in the 20s. It felt like it could have been February. Mm. And I still remember the morning the sun came up and it was no clouds. And I was looking out the, the window and I, I actually started tearing up. Wow. And I just thought... Oh, I'm going to see the sun today. Wow. And um, I would not have gotten to that place of appreciating how much, you know, I love the sunshine had it not been for those two or three days of clouds and gloom. Wow. And the idea, you know, is just, it's, it's kind of a simple concept. You know, you, we don't appreciate the, the good as much as we would if it wasn't for the bad. Right. Yeah. So I, I just think it's important for us to remember Bad serves a purpose. Pain serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. And it, it, there's a lot of purposes it can serve, actually. Yeah. And that's one of them. If anything, to appreciate the good when it is around. Yeah. And good and bad are relative. Both of them are the relative factors in terms of what's, what's, you know, what's good for you might not be good for somebody else and vice versa. I mean, you know, that, that, what that experience is, of, is today good or bad. I mean, we're, you're, that story you just told, there's somebody in the Pacific Northwest of the U.S. or there's somebody... You know, somewhere else in the world, it's like, what? You had a couple of days of clouds. Man, we go weeks without, you know, without seeing the sun, without a sunny day. And so some of it is kind of relative, you know, in terms yeah. of what's good and what's and what's bad. And so, but yeah, to be able to balance the two, man, you don't know light unless you've known dark. First thing oh, God definitely. said was let there be light. Well, that means there was darkness. And so, uh, and so, yeah, that's very important. It is. So... I don't have a problem with us having gone going off here just because yeah. it's important for guys to know that uh, good and bad life happens. And, you know, part of what we're trying to do here is to just uh, bring some of that from our life into yours. Mm-hmm. 
And so nearly eight minutes into our podcast, I do have a question. Uh-oh. About? Question. Uh, I don't know. I, without saying it's about, I don't want to give it away. But, okay, here's the question. Here's the question. So when it comes to freedom, and you, we know how freedom, and we, what define it, how we define it, what are, what are some myths that you've encountered when it comes to freedom and pornography and all the re- relationships of all those things? Well, what a couple of them come to mind. First of all, um, probably the biggest one is that being free from porn means you're never tempted. Or being free from oh, porn means you, you, never, you never want to look at it. And that's the biggest lie. Um, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Um, being free from porn has nothing to do with your your excuse me, your desire for that, or, or maybe desire is too strong of a word, but maybe your, your flashback or being tempted by it or whatever it is. So the, probably the biggest, um, you know, one of the biggest misconceptions of that notion is just that. It's just that, okay, I'm free. Well, wait a minute. How can I be free, but I still want it? How can I be free, but I still had that dream last night? How could I be free, but? How could I be free, but? How could I be free, but? You know, it's got, you know, <clears throat> I mean, more, more butts than a cigarette ashtray. And so... um and so that's probably the biggest, I would say, misconception, if you will, about freedom from porn. Probably one of the other ones is that as soon as you get free from porn, everybody in your family, everybody in your household, everybody else in your marriage or your relationship is just going to rally around you and and uh, and say yay, <clears throat> just say yay, you know, and celebrate you and that kind of stuff. That may happen, but you know, but it may not as well. And and so. Uh, and, and that I mean, those two kind of things are probably two of the most significant uh, misconceptions. I'll just use the word uh, misconceptions of freedom just in that, you know, A, you're not tempted anymore. And B, everything that that pornography damaged in your life is going to go away as soon as you decide you don't want to do it anymore. That doesn't happen. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the biggest ones I remember uh talking with a guy i'm sure i've shared this too i know i know i have because i shared it multiple times in other other contexts so it's almost positive i've shared it on this podcast and that is talking with a guy um when when i was first uh, getting to know him after he'd gone through the class maybe it was during the class and i told him about my freedom and then i said but i'm still tempted and he did a double take he looked at me he says you are and it was exactly what you're talking about. That's one of the myths that we're finding is that, you know, okay, let's get you through this class. You'll get, you know, 10, 12, 13 hours of some great instruction and, uh, you know, inspiration. And this is how you find and keep your freedom. And after that six weeks, well, what's supposed to happen? <laughs> is it, you're, are, you, are you supposed to be free from temptation? Well, I, mm-hmm. I totally agree with you that no, that is not going to yeah. be the case. And if anything, I think the enemy is going to press harder right. around us to, right. and we're going to probably be more aware than ever before of temptation all around us. Then, I mean, at the end of that, then you go fight. And I mean, yeah, you go fight. It's just that simple, even though it's very complicated and very difficult. You go fight. But oh, by the way, you're not fighting alone now because now you got you got squad with you. Now you got us. You got us linking your shields with you and that kind of stuff. You know, you got people to reach out to. Um, you know, Mike, you coach guys after the fact, they're one-on-one and if they want it, if they need it and that kind of stuff. Um, so they're not alone, but after, yeah, after the fact you, you go fight it, but don't, if you ever think you're never going to be tempted, Jesus was tempted. I mean, Jesus was tempted, but he never sinned. So being tempted is not a sin. 
Um, and, and so if you think that you're not going to be tempted with something you've been consuming or that's been part of your life for, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, if you think you're not going to be tempted, but, you know, but Jesus was tempted at the beginning of his ministry, I mean, that's just unrealistic. And so you got to understand that that's just part of the part of the deal. And then, you know, the whole point is, how do I fight through the temptations? How do I get through it? How do I, you know, how do I get through this episode and that episode? How do I get through this challenge? How do I get through, you know, this obstacle, you know, when, when everybody's tripping at home, when this and that happens, all that kind of stuff. And so that's, that's when you, that's when it begins. Like when you graduate boot camp, both of us have graduated boot camp. When you graduate boot camp, that's not the end. That's the beginning. Exactly. Now, you know, now you go from being a soldier to a warrior. Now you get out there and fight. We've taught you how to fight. And we, then we indoctrinate you into an army. And now you go fight with the rest of us. And so, you know, that's the, the whole notion of it's all over. No, if anything, the battle has just started. I mean, the training has ended, but the, the battle just started. Well, yeah, before you get trained, you don't know how to fight. Right. And I, I kind of see the class as the boot camp, too, is that's that. That, that language, because you're mm-hmm. becoming trained to be able to fight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and a huge piece to being as part of a, a fighting force is that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest challenge, though, is I think another myth is um, – I'm alone in this. If you're hearing this for the first time, yeah. like you're listening to this podcast for the first time and Hey, I just came across this podcast. You got two guys right here who can tell you, you are not alone. Right. So uh, one of the myths to finding freedom is you can do it by yourself. I suppose. I mean, Kirk, part of his story is that he did, he did all the right things, or at least he didn't know they were right at the time, but they felt right and they worked for him and he found out a great way to find freedom. And then he realized I got to do this for someone else. Mm-hmm. And you're not alone in your freedom. You're not alone in, in on the path of freedom. And one of the goals here is that we help you get there and that it's kind of like a big funnel. Mm-hmm. We want you to be focused on your freedom and you don't have to be focused all by yourself. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it makes a huge difference when you don't, when you, you still have to fight, but you don't have to fight alone. That makes a huge difference, man, a huge difference. And that's, that's, that's exactly the corner that we turn. I guess another one you brought it up was, um, is, um, you know, when we do find our freedom, I don't think we're going to have anybody applauding us. No, uh, no. If anything, we should applaud ourselves and that's not sounding self centered either. Yeah. No, we pl- applaud ourselves individually, meaning I applaud myself. I applaud, you know, me, Kirk, but then ourselves, meaning ourselves collectively. I know your, your journey, your struggle, your battle. So I applaud you as well. So, you know, we, we're wearing the same uniform. So your success to some degree is important to me. So I want to applaud you, but yeah, there's not going to be a ticker tape parade because you say, Hey, guess what? You know, I've gone a week without looking at porn for the first time in 20 years. Probably the response you get from some people is, well, duh, you shouldn't be looking at in the first place. Right. Um, et cetera, et cetera. As opposed to, you know, the person that can say, I understand what it's like to be hooked on free, unlimited broadband internet porn. And I understand that your first week of being free is huge. And, and especially when you're offensive, especially when you're working the score system and all that kind of stuff. So we should applaud ourselves individually, but we should also applaud ourselves collectively. And you're probably not going to get that, especially from somebody that doesn't understand and didn't go through that journey or that battle with you. Yeah. So what do you think is uh, is another one, another myth that we need to be aware of? 
You know, another myth, and, and I, I see this a lot in terms of guys reaching out and, and that sort of thing is, um, you know, freedom from porn, freedom ain't free. That's probably the biggest myth right there is to sum it up. Freedom ain't free. And so a lot of guys, you know, will call and they'll reach out and, you know, we'll have the talk and I'll, I'll go right up into their, into their, into their medicine cabinet and I'll tell them, I mean, I, I can, I can describe their life. I can describe their wife. I can describe what it's like being at home. I can describe their struggle, all those kinds of things. And, you know, and I just, I, I hear it a lot of just the guy, the light came on and, you know, and then guy just, you know, I've had a guy just, well, let me just, let me, let me just come sit in one of your classes or, you know, or let me just, let me, let me, you know, let me basically, let me do the minimum amount of as possible and have the maximum amount of return that I expect. And that doesn't happen in any kind of way, you know, guy. And so to me, the, 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 the misconception that I'm describing is you want it all, but you don't want to invest anything. You don't want to put anything in. It's going to take a lot, man. It's going to take a whole lot. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some sweat. It's going to take some money. It's going to take some whatever it is you got. I mean, it's going to is about how bad do you want it kind of thing is what I what I tell guys. Um, and, and if you want it bad enough, you can have it. But but I see a lot the misconception of guy just thinking, OK, I've had the conversation with Kirk. I've had the conversation with Mike. I've had the conversation with Pastor so-and-so. I've had the conversation with my buddy. Whew. Now I sure feel good. All right. I'm feeling good about this. You know what? I don't even want to look at porn today. You know what? I'm not going to look at porn today. You know what? I made it all weekend. All right. You know what? I'm good. You know what? I don't even really think I need counseling. or I don't think I need that class. or I don't think I need any coaching. You know what? I think I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Back to the whole good thing. You know, and then next thing you know, all the enemy is doing is just kind of reloading. It's kind of you know, going back and recalculating and all that kind of stuff. And when it comes back, it's going to be worse than the first. Um, and so I think one of the, one of the misconceptions that kind of frustrates, frustrates me sometimes is just seeing the guy that wants to mail in the effort, but have all of the results that, that he and every, everybody around him wants. And, and in those cases, most of the time, it's the results that other people want, not the results that he wants. That's the guy that I just don't want my wife to leave me. Or that's the guy that I just don't want to lose my ministry or whatever. <clears throat> that's the guy that is all about other people, the other people's factor into his freedom. Um, and, you know, I've, I've had a guy, matter of fact, the guy that showed up that said, I just want to, let me, let me just sit in one of the six classes. Let me just sit and get a feel of it and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, come to find out, I bumped into him at a church and his wife walked up and she goes, Oh, he's been, you know, thank you so much for working with my husband. You know, he's, man, you know, you've been a blessing and all this. And I looked at this dude. I'm like, you straight up lied to your wife and told her that you did something, took a class or that you, whatever. You straight up lied to your wife, man. And you threw me right up in the middle of that, man. And so, you know, and, and that to me, that that's an integrity kind of thing. And I'm just like, all right, now, dude, I, I got, I'm sorry. I got nothing for you on that one. Um, but just, just that kind of mentality is, is what I mean by freedom ain't free. Um, and so if you expect to have freedom from something that you've been consuming most of your life, most of your, from the time, you know, way before your brain was even formed, like your brain has formed around this and you expect to get free. Um, it ain't going to be easy. It ain't going to be, you know, a piece of cake. It ain't going to be a quick fix. It'll be worth it, but it, I mean, it'll definitely be possible, but it ain't going to be easy. And so you got to be willing to invest the time and the money and, and all those kinds of things, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't contact, I'm going to just go out on a limb here. You shouldn't, 
reach out to Mike and say, Hey Mike, uh, you know, can you help me with this? Can you coach me with this? And then expect Mike to just, you know, say, sure. I, let me take away from my family let me take away from, you know, everything else I got going on in life. And, you know, I mean, you should expect, you should come to Mike saying, Mike, how much can I pay you to help me with this? Cause Mike, you're a professional. I respect your time. And I know that I'm going to get value back. That should be the mentality that you show up with Mike and, and, you know, and, and if you, if you have any level of trust or borrowed belief in Mike, then you know that Mike is not going to, he's not trying to get rich. I mean, we're sitting here in my living room recording this podcast. I mean, we're just, we're not doing this for us. We're doing this as this is how we fight our battles. And so, but you got to have that mentality of I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get whatever it is that I want. But that is a huge misconception in terms of freedom from pornography that you can just talk with somebody or you can read a book or you can pray real hard or just love Jesus more and all that kind of stuff. No, man, it don't work that way. I'm sorry. Whoever told you that is on crack. It doesn't work that way. You got to actually put in some blood, sweat and tears, man. You got to grind. You got to fight this thing out. It's possible, but you got to fight this thing out and it ain't going to be easy. And, uh, and it's going to take some level of investment on your part. You know, I completely agree. I'm more and more learning about the the importance of putting in the work and doing the work related to that is I think a myth that says, if I just choose freedom once I'm good. And I, my experience is you got to choose it to begin with. Yes. I mean, if you choose to come to Kirk, even if it's like, let me check out one of your classes, that's a step in the, in the right direction. Uh, but you know what? There's a series of, you know, I've, I've got to choose this again and okay. Go back to episode one of our podcast. What is freedom? Not quitting because it means that the enemy won't prevail over you as long as you keep moving forward as long as you take that next step. Yeah. So it, it is a choice and it is a moment in time. Uh, but at the same time, you, you there still has to be because life is still going to happen. You're still going to get kicked in the nuts, guys. Yeah. And you're still going to have to choose freedom against that, uh, that temptation. Yeah. And, and that freedom is a journey. It, it is a journey. It's a process. I mean, it, it is a road. It's not a destination. I mean, it'll be, you'll, you'll be done with the freedom journey when you die. And then ideally, if you made the right choice, you'll be free forever. Um, but at the same time, you got to understand that, that, that journey. Now that's not saying you'll be, you'll have the same level of struggle from day one to day a thousand. Um, but at the same time, it's going to be a struggle at the same time. You're going to have challenges at the same time. You know, it could come back to bite you in the butt later on. It could come back to affect future relationships. It could, you know, come back to just, you know, to be to haunt you. It's something that you got to, you know, you got to develop. Identity is something you have. Identity is something you can be given. But identity is also something that you develop over time. And, and that's one of the things that you just have to work to develop over time is that freedom identity and, and getting your feet under you, under you and, and, and those sorts of things. And so... You know, nobody graduates boot camp as a general. I mean, you graduate as a private or a seaman recruit or whatever, an airman. Airman first class. No, Um, no, no, not even first class. Airman basic. So, I mean, it's one of the things that, you know, again, we use that boot camp analogy. You know, when you graduate boot camp, that's the beginning. And then you're in, you're in the military. You, you, You are in, you're wearing the uniform, you're doing it. You know, you, you got that, you got your, your eat and pay card. Um, but, uh, but it's a process, it's a journey, it's a growth, a development, 
you know, it might take you here and there, the, the, the road to wherever you want to go. Um, it, it's all part of the, the overall journey, but it's not going to just be a one-time thing. No, you're going to need to, you're going to need to sharpen that saw. You're going to need to build that thing up. You can't just go to the gym one time. <laughs> that doesn't, it doesn't work oh, that yeah. way. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to the gym today and then I'm done. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, that, that ain't going to do nothing. It, it's a process. It's a journey to build that muscle, to build that freedom muscle. I was also going to say it, 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 it's important to do some planning uh, when it comes to this. You just said um, sharpen the saw, and I'm going to read a quote from Abraham Lincoln, if I can find it, because it's in a text I sent to my son. I think I know it, though. Okay, the quote is uh, from Abraham Lincoln. He said, if someone gave me six hours to cut down a tree, he said he'd spend the first hour sharpening the axe. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, because you got to be able to have the number one, the right tool. And number two, you got to make sure the tool is in optimal shape. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's important to, to, to know that, um, your freedom will happen with the right tools, but you've got to be able to pick the right tools at the right moment at the right time. You know, another myth that comes to mind that that I just thought of, or a misconception is, uh, and you did say this, I stop looking at pornography and all my relationships are going to just uh, magically fall into place the way they should. Right, right. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then you high on the same muscle relaxers and stuff that I'm on right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't work that way, man. It doesn't work that way <clears throat> at all. I mean, it just doesn't happen. You can't get into a car accident and then say, oops, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to fix that. Uh, I didn't mean to do that. And then look back and all of a sudden the car is back in the shape that it was in, in the beginning and all that kind of stuff. No, you gotta, you gotta get that thing fixed. You gotta get that thing, you know, painted parts, changed out all that kind of stuff to get it back. Yep. And then you still, again, it still might affect even your relationships down the road. You never know when it's going to pop up, man, the current relationship that you're in or some relationship in the future, it still could pop up, man. And it's one of the things that you got, you got to keep it on a short leash because when you let your guard down, it'll bite you. So these are a few myths that we've kind of encountered through the the years as we've thought about and lived in our own freedom. Uh, we've thought about these, I'm sure, ourselves. I've thought of them myself. And hopefully, you know, if you've thought about of these, I'm sure there are others. Um, I'd love to hear if you've got any others. Uh, you know, I haven't done this before, but, you know, we're both on Instagram. Um, actually, I don't use my Men Restored on Instagram right now, but you do on Instagram. What's your Instagram yeah, I'm handle? Kirk M. Samuels everywhere. Facebook, Instagram. Okay. I don't do Snapchat, but um, Facebook Twitter. and Instagram, Twitter, yeah, Kirk M. Samuels. Website, KirkMSamuels.com. And I'm on uh, Twitter as The Chaplain Mike. That's my other handle that I use uh, more often. Uh, but I would love to hear from from you guys, you know, if you, if there are any other myths out there, and any other feedback about this uh, this podcast as well, of course, we want to hear more about that too. One of these days in the future, I'm going to create specific pages with uh, interaction for these um, podcasts as well. But for now, we'll keep them compiled in um, the feeds that you get. So we hope that you subscribe to this podcast as well through uh, iTunes. I've, I've made sure we're on Stitcher, iTunes, and um, I know there's another one or two. I want to say Alexa, you can ask to subscribe, but I want to say that Stitcher. I did this a while back, so it's been a little bit. So you can you can subscribe out there. And we hope you also uh, maybe can rate our podcast as well. <laughs> I have yet to even mention rating our podcast on right. iTunes, but rate hopefully it. any ratings means that we get exposure and uh, more people will be able to hear about the podcast. So Boom. 
Are there any other myths that you want to end with that you Man, come up nah, to mind? That's, that's about it. Okay. I mean, it, you know, yeah, that's cool. About it. Well, we appreciate uh, the sharing once again, and we sure hope everyone here is having an awesome day, and we look forward to interacting with you in the future. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Free Indeed podcast. Visit freeindeed36.com for more resources with deeper information and upcoming events. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, men, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery.